We're now less than a year, barely, but still less than a year away from the 2022 elections. This month, there was a shift in the Arkansas election landscape as Attorney General Leslie Rutledge moved her campaign for the Republican nomination for governor to a campaign seeking the GOP nomination for lieutenant governor. Roby Brock, with our partner Talk Business and Politics, used the change as a jumping-off point for his weekly conversation with John Brummett, a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Brummett says given the big lead in polls and in fundraising by Sarah Huckabee Sanders in the Republican governor's race, the decision by Attorney General Rutledge makes sense. I think it's the handiest default place when you really don't want to be anything except governor. Uh, so it's the place to go. That's the only reason for the job. Uh, I wish we didn't have the job. I wish we just had a succession, line of succession of the governorship that maybe would go to the Speaker of the House or something so that we didn't have this part-time job uh, existing in a closet with two staff members at the foot of the state capitol second floor stairs uh, and nothing to do except for people who can't quite get what they want to go wait there. And that's what these folks are doing, and she more than anybody else. But if her plan, if she doesn't really want to be a Supreme Court justice or a judge or something like that, uh, then then this was the place to go uh, uh, because it's default and it's wait. It's it's the green room. It's the governor's green room. Maybe if you get lucky. So that's what that's what she's. Uh, she had to swallow her pride because she once said she would be bored in a job with only two employees after doing a real job like attorney general. But, uh, you know, that's a small price to pay for the right place to be, I guess. Do you know whether, and I've got a call in this morning, uh, she still intends to lead this constitutional amendment to do away with taxes now that she stepped down to lieutenant governor. I I don't know that I've read that, and I wonder if I missed it because I've got a call in this morning to see. thought maybe you knew. I have been asking for several weeks, if not months, when we would see the details of that proposal and when we would, you know, see some numbers tied to it. And all I get told is that it's coming. So, um, well, I guess it would still be if she abandoned it now, she would reveal it for what it actually was, which was a desperate, which was a Hail Mary pass in the governor's race, which fell incomplete. But now she's got to continue with it, I think, to be credible in lieutenant governor. I, your question also uh, went to whether she's the favorite or, or likely to win this. I think so. Uh, I mean, her name identification, the money she can move over, uh, sort of goodwill, and she could be like like uh, Sarah to set up for the governorship and and people Republicans might want to give her this consolation prize. I feel like she's the favorite. All right. We saw after uh, attorney general Rutledge made her pivot, we saw a plethora of endorsements for Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It was almost like, well, now we can endorse her because there's not a two person race going on. Although I'm pretty sure most of those endorsements might've gone her way anyway, but it, it certainly opened up the uh, the floodgates for that. Any surprises in seeing all those endorsements roll through? Uh, no, uh, I, w- I thought all the members of Congress maybe already had. Of course, they hadn't. Formality and courtesy shows that you show some respect uh, for uh, Leslie Rutledge and not do it until she exits. But uh, uh, it did not surprise me that everybody then got in line, with the slight exception of Governor Hutchinson. He's more moderate and pragmatic than Sarah. I don't know that he is especially. He's distanced himself from Trump. 
his own nephew, Jim Hendren, abandoned the Republican Party and started this thing called Common Ground and has not yet said, and I gave him the chance yesterday, that he's definitely not going to try to run as an independent. I'm pretty certain he's not going to. But uh, yeah, that one, uh, that one gave me a moment's uh, pause. All right. You have a column that came out on Sunday. I'm going to quote something from it here because I want you to explain uh, to people that maybe either didn't read it or would like you to. Uh, what? Uh, well, the, the outrage is well placed, but the bewilderment is bewildering. Uh, you are re- you are referencing uh, the fact that uh, the Arkansas congressional delegation did not line up and support the bipartisan infrastructure package that went through. Why is the bewilderment bewildering? Well, the letter I referred there to uh, letters to the editor, and there have been a several in the last week. Uh, that were that were as I say, they, people were aghast that uh, that all four members that uh, all, and in fact two senators before in August, but all four members of the House last week uh, from Arkansas voted against uh, in the infrastructure bill because infrastructure is popular and Arkansas is in greater need of infrastructure and the money that that comes in federal money that comes in than most other states, and they're saying how could they? How could they vote against it? This is what politicians do, and they want to get their names on things, and they want to attend ribbon cuttings, and that's the kind of why. Why did this happen? And then they profess to be, you know, profess not only to be outraged but bewildered. But the, but there is nothing bewildering about it to this extent. This is a new era of politics, and Arkansas politics is all about uh, subservience to Trump. That's what that's what all of our national delegates have to engage with. It's still Trump is still is still weary though I am of it, and I hope many others are, he is still the head of the Republican Party, and he is still dominating Republican behavior. And it's because these folks, not I don't think they're crazy about him. I think they're afraid of him. I think they're afraid of his, John Bozeman would probably be afraid of, uh, of uh, Trump withdrawing his endorsement if Bozeman voted uh, with Biden. And this is not about policy. This is about outrage by Trump and his acolytes that any Republican would do would do anything that would uh, to which credit would accrue to Joe Biden uh, rather than Donald Trump. That's how small his politics is, and that's how much negative influence he has on our Republican politics in Arkansas. People say, "Why are you still writing about Trump?" Because I think day to day. More of our Arkansas political behavior is explained by the Trump menace than anything else. So that's why don't be bewildered. It's, I'm bewildered that you're bewildered. They're just scared of Trump. And they're scared of these kind of hateful. Have you heard these, heard some of these recordings or read some of these things that these 13 Republican House members from around the country who, put, who voted for infrastructure to put it over the top, that the kinds of calls they're getting, the threatening domestic terroristic threat, threats uh, uh, they're getting, uh, so that, that's why that was. We, there should be nothing bewildering about it. That's all I was trying to say. I understand that. But when you read the statements that came out from members of the congressional delegation, I mean, to me, they at least had some political cover. They say that the infrastructure bill had a price tag that was too big, that it not only had those good things that you want in an infrastructure bill, but there were elements of the Green New Deal in there that it unlocked some sort of socialist <laughs> version of spending um and then okay Robert, I'm let us I'm telling you the spin that has come out here well, why, no, why, it's is not, that, why is that I not possible so this is what our dialogue has to do because when i get out there with too much candor 
uh, or get out there too much on one side. You've got to reel it back because of your objectivity. And I appreciate you doing that. But I think all that was blah, blah, blah nonsense. Uh, uh, I mean, they're going to vote against uh, uh, making our bridges safer, extending broadband in Arkansas because they're upset that they're electric car charging stations. Uh, really? Uh, building, uh, building things uh, is uh, the voters of Arkansas passed the constitutional amendment overwhelmingly for infrastructure. And this idea that this thing is not really infrastructure is wrong. There are billions for roads and mil millions and millions for roads and bridges for Arkansas. But infrastructure is now, can you get fast internet out here in rural Arkansas? And that's, they tell me this, the state legislators are more uh, into that than anything else, trying to get, uh, they're tired of, uh, of, of having all their Zoom meetings crash out in rural Arkansas in this new environment. So I think this was an easy bill to vote for, if not for the menace of Trump. But I appreciate your countering view for the benefit of our viewers and listeners. I have to make sure that you can definitely defend your positions. That's my job, John. That's my job. Well, I mean, it's, uh, it's my view. And as somebody once said of me, he doesn't necessarily tell it like it is, but he certainly tells it like he thinks it is. John Brummett is a political columnist with the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. His columns can be found at Arkansas online.com. He talks almost every week on our show with Roby Brock, with our partner Talk Business and Politics. More from their conversation this week can be found at talkbusiness.net.